Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean, who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah as Ezir Dohillen. I want to thank everyone for listening and the great feedback and comments that we're getting. We really appreciate it. We've come a really long way since the first episode. For example, we no longer eat chips while playing. We now eat vegan marshmallows. Thanks, Paul. And we've invested in some new equipment and software, so hopefully you've noticed a boost in the quality. We're having a lot of fun making the show for you all, and if you're getting some value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by going to our new Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. We're trying this out as an experiment and we appreciate whatever you can afford to give. If you'd rather have something you can touch and smell in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash the commentist. You can get a t-shirt or a coffee mug with our newly designed podcast logo on it. And of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with their friends and network. Thanks for your consideration. And now the show. time on Roll to Hit. You hop down into the luggage room. This device from the ceiling begins tumbling down. A man shuffles his way out from beneath the hay. And Bertio and Jane wake no time to embrace. My heroes! Our heroes! Our heroes reward! Gaunt catches the card thrown out by Azir and somehow palms that card. Ooh, <laughs> tough luck. That dagger's worth far less than 100,000. I'm afraid those are the dishes you're washing for not being able to cover the bill. Okay. okay, so I guess I'll let him take it then. Once we unhitch my car, we won't get another chance to see each other again. Uh, well, you guys are now done and are outside the customer car. I'll rematerialize my dagger. Sherlock and Thaddeus have just shown up with no armor, no weapons, carrying nothing. Are we naked? Naked? What are you talking about? What? Would you both like to accompany us back to the people who... Why? So we can lose our clothes? <laughs> the door you stare at says, maintenance closet. Oh my god. We've been had... I smell an imposter. I do too. Ah! As the two of you start fighting in the hallway. (laughs) Where the bloody hell is it? The Marquise Charles Gaunt stands in the doorway. You damn know what I'm talking about. You have the dagger. Where's the rest of the stuff? Click clacking leads an audible trail down the roof. You can guess this is Bertio and Jane. The eight of you remain still. We also need to make a break for it. So, we're going to start with rolling for initiative. Yeah. Sherlock Gnomes, 14. Thaddeus, 4. Talon's got 15. Azir, 25. I hate going first. I don't know why I get so excited when I... (laughs) Wait, so you have plus 5 to initiative, Azir? That is correct, Thaddeus. I'm good at math now. (laughs) Now that he's stripped of his armor. (laughs) Wait a minute. I don't have anything. Yes. You are currently... Sherlock, and you are currently unarmed. It's okay. I got your back. I uh, elect to put Sherlock Gnomes on my shoulders and make a mega person. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, like the combo in the Simpsons arcade game? Yes. (laughs) So, Azir, you will be going first. You're quick on the draw. 30 feet away from you are these two suspicious-looking people who have entered the car. You can just sense that something's wrong, and everyone's going for their weapon. I cast Fairy Fire. Everybody makes a dexterity saving throw against my charisma, 14. It's a cube. A cube with a radius? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wacky D&D. Anything's possible. They've squared the circle in the TNT universe. <laughs> Boy, that's a very obscure joke. I hope no one got that. I got it. 20-foot cube. But ideally, you would just cast it towards them, right? Oh. They're on the opposite yep. side of the car. Yep. All right, so they're both they're all making deck saving throws. If they fail, they start glowing, and we all get advantage against that glowing person. Azir, do you shout things, or does it just happen? Fair hammer time. Yeah. <laughs> it's hammer time. <laughs> No, 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 even better. I shout, too legit to quit! (laughs) Jane and Bertio start to glow. Was there anything on the roof that might start to glow? You see nothing through the roof. Dick bags. Wow. Dick bags. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jane, Ellen, and Bertio exchange a quick glance, and Jane whips out a match, cracks on her fingers, and dives back into the connecting platform. That tiny room you just came through. There's going to be a comic... uh, cartoon bomb with like a really long 
clenching his back and cracking his knuckles, Grotto cracks his neck again and stands right in front of the Marquise. That's going to be his turn. Sherlock. Can I reach um, Bertio? Yes, they're, but he's 30 feet away. So you can oh, move yeah. 25 and you'll be 5 feet away, which will which is be swipe. correct. Yeah. Okay. My sneak attack, I get to deal that extra 2d6 if I have advantage against someone. Oh, I automatically do have advantage because against nice. Bertio, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm so sick. I was looking to... at that rule because it was combo breaker. <laughs> I know it seemed so OP, and I was looking it up. I was going, "Holy shit, he's gonna run train!" Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Run on train, the my, train. My, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna run up to him and just slap him in the face a bunch of times. <laughs> so uh, unarmed sorry. melee. Unarmed right? is just one bludgeoning. Oh wow! But plus two d six. Because it's a is, sneak. is there a thing in sneak attack that says it has to be a weapon? The attack must use a finesse or a ranged weapon, and your hands are dainty but not finesse enough. Oh, thank you. Is there is there anything? If I do a quick scan, is there anything loose in the room that I could throw at him? No. In fact, uh, everything that would have been loose would have glowed, right? Punch him in the narts. So you, you can do one. You, you can do one bludgeoning damage to this person. So you can run up and just gonna slap him. <laughs> um, you can absolutely try. You wouldn't get a strength modifier? No, it's weird, isn't it? It's yeah. It's a, this you would think like an adventurer would be able to do more than one damage. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Well, you and I can. But it's because that people who have unarmed attacks have the bonus. Like Azir, for example, yeah. has yeah. unarmed things. Arts. Yeah, martial yeah. arts allows. It's one d four plus Still. my dex. So yeah. The fact that my unarmed damage is the same yeah. as Sherlock's. Yeah, that is strong. So perhaps it's time to share things, guys. Um, <laughs> can I ball up my underwear and throw it at him? <laughs> uh, <laughs> It'll, what are you going to slap him with? It'll. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I'm, I'm going to um, like the, dodge. the dodge action. Dodge action. <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to stay where I am and use the dodge action. All right, Sherlock is dodging. <laughs> you know what sucks is that we don't really have weapons. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. I've got tons of weapons. Do you? I have all I have is my staff. I think. I've got uh, darts and. Oh, jabs. I have a gun though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can figure out how to use gun. it. <laughs> I don't have. It's only, been, it's only been shot for this one time gun. so far. Oh god! So this, except RPG. for this gun, this magical dagger, <laughs> and my quarterstaff. Yeah, like oh, and my hands. Plus, I can spell cast. Well, I can, but other I than can't, that, I have I can't very to well give. give him my hands, can I, Azir? <laughs> yes, I'm I, saying you can give them everything because you have your hands and spells. We'll find out what he does because talent. It's your turn. <laughs> uh, can I? I don't want to give him anything. <laughs> Here's, here's, here's like this fireball. I'll figure out what to do with it. <laughs> uh, can I give one of them who's closer to me? The, uh, you're all in the same spot. Uh, so I will. I will give Thaddeus my staff. Yes. <laughs> and I it's probably twice my size anyway. <laughs> so where can you? But you could like. Can you tell me where where I am in relation to everybody who's may attack me? Uh, you are 30 feet away from Bertio, who's the only one in the room. Jane hopped in that connecting. Location and they are Dodge. where in relation to Marquis? Uh, they are they're also thirty feet away. You guys were all together because Grotto and the Marquis were near the door where you guys were. Um, Grotto's currently huddled, kind of around the Marquis, protecting him. Bertio's down on that end. Yeah. Too. Okay. Opposite side. So I will just move. Actually, I'll stay there. I'm good. So now Thaddeus has a quarterstaff. I do. Are you proficient in simple That's melee weapons? Yeah, yeah, simple weapons. Okay, so okay. you can add your proficiency to this. Um, so I am, I guess I'll go to Birdio, right? Yeah, you can, how, what's your speed? So yep, so you can run up. Um, and then I will attack. Yeah, quarterstaff is 1d8 versatile, so you can hold it with two hands, yeah. if you want. Hold it with two hands. You can minus. break your game again. <laughs> oh no. Um, <laughs> see, how many, see how many major characters I can kill. <laughs> I shoot a fireball at Nero again! <laughs> I'd like to think that you'd like wield it like a baseball bat because you don't know how to use it, a bow staff. Uh, and I have advantage, right? Because a fairy fire? Is that what that does? You have advantage against the guys who are glowing. Okay. Oh, damn it. Uh, 9 plus 16. 16 no, verse, verse AC? That's a hit. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> uh, you said 1d8, right? Yes. Uh, 6 plus 5 is 11. And he's dead. Thaddeus begins running towards Bertio. Talon tosses the quarterstaff, grips with two hands, and just whacks him across the face. Nice, nice. Teamwork, bitches. Yeah. All right, well, now that you're next to him, it's now Bertio's turn, actually. Bertio is going to uh, just take a swing at you. And fist, fist swing? Yeah. Fisticuffs? It's better than 50-50, though, hit me. 
What's your AC? Nine. Nine. Give him the stick. <laughs> Don't <laughs> give him the stick. <laughs> oh. Pork chop sandwiches. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. So he punches you square across the jaw for... Not just one damage? Four damage. Gotta get that good berry in there. That'll, that'll heal you right up. <laughs> it, it is now the Marquise's turn, who remains cowered over in, in a corner, shuddering. Top of the order again, Azir. All right. Um, Sherlock stares longingly at Azir. <laughs> Let's see. I gotta check. Uh, Azir looks at all his weapons. Uh, should I do I'll this? this. I'll I am 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> how, how tall is it? How long is a javelin? Probably three feet? Four feet. Probably. I am proficient in simple weapons. Is that a simple weapon? I thought it was, yeah, a simple thrown weapon. Hands Can I touch the ground? I'm assuming my javelins are in a quiver or something. Can I just hand them all my ranged weapons? You keep them in your monk pants. Uh, I'll give them the javelins. Yeah. You have... Um... Still holding on to one javelin in your monk pants, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I know what you mean. <laughs> I understand the innuendo. I give you five javelins. They do... Um... 1d6 piercing. Thank you. All right. Everyone roll a DC 10 acrobatics check. What? <laughs> oh, Sherlock rolls a one. Plus three is four. 14, that is, rolled a 14. Talon's got a 12. Uh, Azir has a 17. So basically only Sherlock fails it. <laughs> we all jump away and you're just fumbling over yourself. He's like, I got these javelins. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> As Jane jumps back into your car, a clunking explosion from the connecting passageway is heard. You all momentarily lose your footing, but not from the shaking car, but from the sudden increase in velocity. You feel like your car speed has doubled. Sherlock falls on his ass from this. Oh. Uh, it is Grotto's turn. He holds the Marquise even tighter with this now shaking speedy cart. <laughs> Sherlock, it's your turn. You are prone. Yes. So I can use my move. Half your movement to stand up. That's all it takes. Okay, that's all right, because javelins are, I'm assuming, 30, 30 feet. Uh, they're 30, 20. Yeah, well, uh, 31, 30. 20. Okay. I'm um, going to hit them both sure with deal. a single javelin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but more so aiming at Bertino. Thanks, shot. And I have advantage. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll let you hit both of them if you also hit Thaddeus. <laughs> <laughs> I have advantage. Three for one. I have advantage and sneak attack because I have advantage. Yes. And I would actually have sneak attack yeah, anyways anyway. because uh, Thaddeus, Thaddeus is yeah. the next one. Oof. So so much sneaky. So that's a 21 versus AC. That's a hit. So I'm dealing 1d6 plus 3 jab damage and then an additional 2d6. Oof. So that's 6, <laughs> 10... <laughs> Uh, 14, 15, 16, 17 damage. Whoa, ho, ho. with a jab. What the hell? Nice. Spell a jab. He does more damage when he's naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, what was that game? Ghouls and Goblins? Oh, yeah, was, yeah, where you lose your armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> he starts yeah, sure. throwing the jabs. How does Bertio look? Uh, he has a javelin in him currently. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the, jab where the javelin? Uh, it's in his right shoulder. Nice. Uh, Talon, it's your turn. So now everyone's in the room again. Mm -hmm. I guess you guys are fixing to kill him. <laughs> I guess that's a thing. I mean, we, I didn't even, like... Did you say fix him? Uh, fix him to kill him. I was going to say I don't know who he is, but then Where I remember I do know That's a real southern... <laughs> Should I try to break his game? <laughs> I don't know if he's supposed Talon to... Talon teleports outside the train and just <laughs> plummets to his I have death. misty step. <laughs> I could just go to the ceiling, or the roof. I'm going to use chromatic orb, and I'm going to twin it using a sorcery point, and I'm gonna aim at Bertio and Jane? Yeah. Yes, so the first one against Bertio, 18. That's a hit. Nice. And then the other one is going to be a 22. That's a hit, you hit both of them. Right in the face. So Bertio damage is 13, Jane damage is Damn! 16. Wow, it's been so long since we fought. <laughs> I, didn't know I have a thirst for blood! <laughs> I didn't know we could do this much damage. Exploding on either side of Thaddeus are two chromatic orbs <laughs> as Jane and Bertio both take additional damage. It is Bertio's turn. Bertio stands up, takes the javelin out of his shoulder, oh, Jesus. flexes his yeah. back, clenches his neck, and stretches his arms as a piercing scream echoes inside all your heads. Bertio's cape begins to lengthen and hang, rising up from behind him. His eyes glow gold as two stubby horns drill out of his forehead. His cape splits in two and immediately ridges itself into two infernal webbed wings 
A spiked tail rises up from behind him as a circle of thorny scars wraps around his neck. Before you now stands a fully-fledged incubus. My god. <laughs> Good thing I'm right next to him. I love that band. It's great. Wish you were here. Uh, shit. Yeah. Shit. Well, shit. Uh, am I? I'm engaged with him. Engaged you are. Yes. You, <laughs> that is runs. Gets down on one knee. Um, so, uh, guess I got to attack him. Is he still fairy fire? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, same thing. I will use my quarterstaff to smack him in the face. 16 plus 7. Nice. Math 23. Three, kids. That's going to hit. 6 plus five, 11. Bertie, yo, gonna get killed. We're going to call him We're gonna call him the Incubus now. Oh. The, the Incubus, uh, once again, gets hit in the same face with the same quarterstaff. A, diff- a different face. <laughs> now an Incubus face. Yeah. Uh, you hear some quiet sniveling in the corner. Is it now your turn? Can I scream something as I, as I... You can shout something in conjunction with your movement and action. Power of Christ compels. <laughs> Everybody dodge. If I wanted to hit somebody with a staff, I'd need to advance. Yeah. What, 30 feet? And you're still, still hanging back with yeah. me. Dude oh, man, gosh. Thaddeus, he's, he's getting hit once, punched once. Yeah. He's oh, the only one up there. there. Yeah. Oh, we're all hanging back. I haven't moved yet. That's correct. Okay. <laughs> Nuclear attack. I'll throw some darts. Okay. <laughs> I thought that is. <laughs> 16. That's a hit. Nice. That's a hit. Uh, nine damage. Yeah, As I, I throw know. my dart, yeah. I say, unholy fiend. <laughs> uh, and uh, smell him. And then I, I just tell Thaddeus, do your paladin thing, because you're a paladin. I think, um, and you fight unholy things. Smack him in the face. I shout all hand. that really fast. I, okay. <laughs> I totally forgot all this stuff. As That's why I reminded <laughs> As the incubus gets hit. Another banshee scream bounces around inside your brain as Jane Ellen's features begin to implode. Her once auburn hair begins burning into a dark magenta, streaks of blood-red highlights filling in the gaps. Her elven ear tips round themselves out before being covered by her bewitching locks. Her narrow green eyes expand into piercing hazel ones. Hidden behind her back have been her growing wings which shoot out and unfurl. You now have an incubus and succubus on your train. Your girlfriend is a succubus. I knew there was a reason I was into this chick. (laughs) Talon, you breathe a sigh of mental relief that Jane was a succubus all along because you tell yourself that's why she didn't want me because because half-elves can't be affected by charms. Yeah. Again, that's what you tell yourself. Nice. (laughs) That is in Sherlock's adventures make a lot more sense, but there's no time to put the pieces together because the two foes are even deadlier in their true form. Thaddeus is so dumb. He doesn't even know what attacks he has. Skills, feats, nothing. Is it my turn? I was just saying you're dumb. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> All right, Sherlock, it's your turn. I'm going to ne- aim another javelin at the incubus and um, heroically throw it while I yell very, very quickly in the time that it takes me to throw a javelin. Hey, Talon, why don't you use Misty Step to get into that locker and then open up the door from the inside so we can get all our gear and armor. Thanks very much. And then I throw the javelin. <laughs> all right, I'm rolling to hit. Yeah, you got six seconds. That's the name of the show. <laughs> <clears throat> Yay, advantage! Yes, yeah. I know. I know. Advantage has saved uh, like so many of our rolls. I got a 22. That's a hit. And so I just get my sneak attack. So that's going to be basically essentially 3d6 plus 3. 13 damage against the Incubus. And I look at Talon and say, Talon, did you hear me? <laughs> Let's find out. Talon, it's your turn. So I'm going to take out my dagger. <laughs> and Where so, was your dagger? In my, in my monk pants. In your monk pants, okay. <laughs> so the disadvantage and the advantage will uh, cancel each other out. Correct. So I will throw the dagger at the incubus. Okay. So that's going to be a 17. That's a hit. Nice. So now it does, off the bat, it does one damage. And then you have to roll a DC 11 constitution save. Who has that cape? Me. Alfred. Oh, <laughs> Alfred yeah. cape the cape of the Monty Bach. Alfred opens up the door and <laughs> walks up. No, he just poofs in. A DC 11 constitution? Yes. Uh, he saves it. All right, so that means he's going to take five more damage. Mm. All right, it's now the Incubus' turn. The Incubus he's is just going. getting stuff like stuck in him left and right. <laughs> the Incubus takes eyes at Thaddeus. The golden twinkle in his eye is enough to hypnotize him oh, as he makes a wisdom saving throw. Uh, I don't think I have very good wisdom. Yes. Yeah. 18. Correct. <laughs> Thaddeus and the Incubus stand at opposite ends of the train. 
Thaddeus's arm on his weapon, the Incubus playing it as cool as possible behind his sunken, shimmering eyes. The banging of the train and the shifting of the floor and the heat of the boxcar all melt away. The world's lights dim to black as Thaddeus and Incubus are now alone. The floor blasts away square by square until all that remains is a thin metal strip straightly connecting Thaddeus with the Incubus. The Incubus raises his head as he exerts even more focus. There's an epic battle of the wills going on. Frozen as Thaddeus tries all he can to not be put under a spell, he digs deep, bares his tusky teeth, and charges full on at the Incubus. Make a free attack roll on the Incubus. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Critical hit! Thaddeus, with his quarterstaff, swings as the Incubus's head explodes in a puff of smoke that disappears into the pitch black abyss. Yeah. A decapitated body flaps its wings in a frenzy and waves its arms around its neck as piece by piece, the Incubus's body slowly disappears in the same puff until the world returns back to focus. Thaddeus feels like someone has just put his head in a paint shaker. He's nauseous and dizzy like he was just thrown across the room. Shaking it off, he realizes everything's just gone on in his mind as he successfully defeated the Incubus's charm spell. His face a hideous, unenchanting, mangled mess, and he no longer feels remotely hypnotized by any of his charm. Good for you. The only time you've ever rolled a crit. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. <laughs> And it is now your actual turn, Thaddeus. Uh, I'm going to attack him, and I think I'm going to use Divine Smite. Mm. 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 That's uh, a good idea, Thaddeus. <laughs> well I don't know done, where I got sir. that idea Well from. done, indeed. <laughs> 19. What is Divine Smite? It uh, deals 1d8 radiant damage plus extra damage if they're undead slash a fiend, which I assume in this case. Yes. Sick. Um, 13, <laughs> 13 plus 5 is 18. Dude, we are smoking this. First the Incubus. Incubus. All right. <laughs> the Marquise continues to hide behind Grotto. It's Azir's turn again. Do I want to get in there and mix it up or just keep throwing shit? I'll just keep throwing shit. <laughs> okay, I'm going to throw another dart at the Incubus. Yeah. 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 It's 26. That's a hit. And here comes the dart. Uh, six damage. All right. <laughs> Deadly darts over yeah. there. Well, you know. Right. Succubus's term. In the commotion, the succubus turns to Grotto and stares deeply. Oh, shit. The telepathy is boring so hard inside Grotto's mind, it broadcasts itself to the entire car. Grotto, 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 once more, once more, no more sharp jacket. Hurry before he makes you wear it again. Hurry before the world returns to its terrified state of you. Hurry before no mortal can risk putting their arms around you. Grotto twitches once, trying to turn his head back towards the Marquis' gaunt, but his head begins to move independently towards the succubus, drawing the rest of his body with him. Oh, closer, closer! The, the infernal beckoning still transmitting to all minds within the car. Helplessly, his bottom lip quivering, Grotto extends his arm around the succubus. Oh, there, there. As her wings snap shut like a Venus flytrap in front of him, grappling him as the two enter a cocoon. Bye-bye. <laughs> all he wants is hugs. Yeah. From within the wings, you hear muffled moaning as the succubus's wings begin spasming. Grotto is writhing inside. Sherlock, it's your turn. Can I throw a javelin at her? You're gonna hit Grotto, possibly, because the wings were in front, right? So she's currently they're they're hugging. You need a headshot. <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna throw it up. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those computer games where you just change the trajectory. Yeah. Worms. Yeah. Bank it. Um, bank can it. I, if I ran up and stabbed, could I hit her but not hit Grotto? I have 25 feet of speed. Um, Grotto was so hulking that I'm going to let you try to hit her with disadvantage so it's just like normal. But I'm next to the Incubus. Yeah. I don't uh, know. If uh, I get to deal sneak attack damage if you have advantage or a non-incapacitated ally is within five feet. Yeah, then that would still count then. So, so sneak you don't have yes. advantage on the roll, but yeah. damage. Yeah, the damage okay. is advantageous. So I'm going to go try to stab her in the face. These javelins are just... Nice. And I rolled a 22. That's a hit. Nine stabby damage. All right, the succubus gets stabbed in the face while yeah. grappled with Grotto. But you don't lose your dev. I don't. I'm assuming I can reach up far enough to pull it out of the face. <laughs> All right, Talon, it's your turn. I am going to rematerialize the dagger. Okay. And then I'm going to cast Misty Step to go into the locked room. You can't see that. To an unoccupied space that you can see. No, so yeah, it's like bamfing. Okay, if you know where it is. Rats! I thought it was such a good idea. I, I know. I, had I did too. I thought that that that's actually what you wanted. What you wanted. To oh do. no, I don't. I mean, I, I don't write this campaign for you guys. It just so happens you occasionally have the right tools for it. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, what's going on, guys? This is your friendly neighborhood sorcerer monk, Talon, a.k.a. Rob. Thank you so much for all the love and feedback you've been giving us. One of the biggest requests we've gotten is to add video to our show, so I'd like to officially announce our spinoff show called Roll to Hit Adventures. We're teaming up with a fantastic DM named Tim who will be leading us through official Dungeons & Dragons Adventures League campaigns. You'll get to see many of the faces behind the voices you've already grown to love, as well as some new ones as we set off on new quests with all new characters. You can find this new series on YouTube by searching for The Commentist. We'll also be doing the show live once a month, so be sure to subscribe to our channel and join in on the fun. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and now back to the show. <laughs> so I'm going to cast Scorching Ray against the Incubus. Three rays that are each getting hurled over there, so am I rolling advantage on each one? Yeah, but do they... Make a ranged spell attack for each ray. So yeah, yes. yeah. you have advantage on it. First one is a 17. Yeah, safe Sorry, 18. Second one is a 13. And then a 12. All right, you fire three fire blasts. Two of them go whizzing straight past the Incubus, but one hits her right there in the face. Him, rather. Seven damage. The Incubus throws his head back. His face is, you know, covered in soot and snarls. Thaddeus, your turn. You are still next to the succubus? Or incubus? incubus? Someone? Both of them. You just, yeah, you just uh, escaped the mental grasp of the Incubus. You are now next to the Incubus. Gonna hit him again, jerk. Um, yeah. So I do Divine Smite again, and how long does Fairy Fire last? Ten, ten turns. Ten yeah. turns. We're about to start round five. Oof. 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 Uh, Thirteen. Your quarterstaff misses as you slam into the ground. Now, one thing, let me check. I don't remember if Divine Smite only works on hit. When you hit a creature, you can expend one Paladin spell slot to deal radiant damage. So it's like when you hit, so I can choose. Yeah, you yes, when you hit, yeah. yeah. So you don't oh, use one this time. Oh. You did last time. All right, the Marquise, who is now no longer guarded by Grotto, is now very much in a frenzy and is now curled into a fetal position. Baby. Azir, start your turn. I will advance towards the Incubus. And okay. two-hand attack with my uh, my uh, quarterstaff. Go for it. 22. That's a hit. That is a hit. 1d8 plus 5. 12 damage. Nice. I will spend a key point to do an unarmed strike at the son of a bitch. I do two unarmed strikes. Okay. <clears throat> First one was uh, 19. Second one is 19. All right. Both of them hit. So damage is 7... And nine. 16 additional damage. That is correct. Nice. You just did like 30 damage. <laughs> that is correct. After smacking with a quarterstaff, you plant it in the ground and kick twice by kicking Pia! up with it. <laughs> what was it? Paya! <laughs> the succubus licks her lips and cranes her neck downward oh. at Sherlock. Oh. Before he even realizes he's accidentally locked eyes with the succubus, he starts hearing sound bites pop off in his head and seeing words flash before his eyes. Daredevil, mercenary, swashbuckler, adventurer, pioneer, hero. Roll a wisdom saving throw. This was a bad idea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was like on the 12, and then it just like rolled over slowly to the 2. So I have 3. The words and accolades really spin around him. Would I have advantage for any reason? Uh, if you have resistance. Like, Is she help, a small beast? Characters. Can I speak with her? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I think it's 3. The words and accolades spin around him as he puts his hands over his eyes and ears to try to drown out and blind himself from the charming effects. A crescendo of praise builds up and at a final snare, disappears entirely. Opening his eyes, Sherlock finds himself in a large, bubbling hot tub inside a barrel. On either side of him are the women from the mayor's castle, yeah. laughing and twirling his hair. <laughs> Sherlock, honey bun, do that thing again. I take out my magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, the thing with the crossbow, show us. Sliding in from nowhere are three archery targets, <laughs> 120 feet in the distance. You're now standing in a field holding three crossbows with three arms. <laughs> <laughs> the mayor's women are all dressed up as cheerleaders with ivy bark and mud as outfits. They're cheering you on all to hit all three targets. Sherlock, make three attack rolls. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> uh, 22, 16, and 18. Yeah! Yeah. The crossbow bolts all fly out at once. Sherlock yells as he's suddenly flying along with them as they <laughs> zoom through space. It's like Big Lebowski. As they approach the three bullseyes, screaming Sherlock bursts through the center one. Ah, exiting Sherlock's agape mouth, we enter back into the train. 
<laughs> and I won the game. <laughs> Holding your non-existent crossbows in hands, but still clicking the non-existent triggers is Sherlock, arms spread eagle and screaming to the sky. <laughs> As his screaming tone begins to drift flat, he opens his eyes and sees Azir with a javelin in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're gonna have to do it. I'm gonna make you roll oh. the damage. So Damn it, it Sherlock! <laughs> yeah, it, it 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 hit him. Was it a sneak attack? <laughs> uh, well, one of you know, his allies. Wait, was no, 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 it was because you were you were up against the incubus at this point. You're currently charmed. So you're saying I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Sorry. Oh, it's fine. Seven, Don't eight, get yours. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <laughs> All right, Azir takes 12 damage. 12 ass damage. <laughs> and Azir just shakes his head. <laughs> With the challenge in his ass. Yeah, just, it's just wagging like a dog tail as he does it. And he just says, what the F, Sherlock? <laughs> a am, I, am I back? No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, everybody, back away. So, Grotto drops from the succubus's wings as he stands up and seems a bit weaker, uh, but no longer charmed, as he's gonna see the Marquis over there sniveling and run back to guard the Marquis again. Sherlock, it's your turn. Roll another wisdom saving throw. Oh. oh. Four. Okay. I expect you to have another narrative that's just as good as that last one. <laughs> uh, Sherlock, positive he's doing good, makes another attack on his ear again. No! <laughs> God. I'm gonna make you do it again. I never gave you those javelins. Bitch in the ass, literally. Do you have any left? 19. Uh, can you defeat a 19? It's just my armor class. Right? Yeah. He's Plus 18. his friendship Wait. power. Wait. <laughs> my armor class is 18. That's a hit. Sneak attack? Yeah. 11 damage. All right. <sighs> well, this this, uh, this uh, was going well until I started killing us. We're going to have to put him down. <laughs> <laughs> he turns around. Divine smite. <laughs> he just gives, he like pinches my neck and I just flop over. Talon, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to materialize the Assassin's Blade of Korth back in my hand and then throw it again at the Incubus. Great one. We still have advantage, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's... <laughs> three and 17. So... I'll go with the three. <laughs> uh, 22. That's a hit. All right, so it's going to do three damage, and then you're rolling a DC 11. Constitution. Saves it. So three more damage, so six total. Just when you think you've heard the most deafening noise ever, non-noise ever, rather, another telepathic screech pings in your head. The Incubus lets out a chaotically frustrating shriek and vanishes from the train. Yay, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Great experience. <laughs> David just tries to find ways to get us to do things but not gain experience. <laughs> so when Alfred comes back, we do not gain any levels from where he was. Right. Not at the end of the game, we're just gonna murder the whole town just because that's the only way we can get experience at this point. Just farming villagers. <laughs> Thaddeus, it's your turn. Um, so, so the Incubus is completely gone? Yes. Or we can't? The Incubus is gone. Um, so, and to be clear, the Succubus is still grappling with nope. Grotto? Nope. No she has dropped Grotto. I go over to the succubus and start whacking. <laughs> Is that how you wanted to say that? Uh, I attack. 16 plus... Okay, it's a hit. That's a hit. I use Divine Smite, so that'll be 2d8. So 3d8. 3d, 4d, 3d, 3d. 7 plus 6, 13 plus 5, 18. Again, nice. I keep getting the same ones. Nice. 11 or 18. Does she lose concentration? No. Stop I, I checked, yeah. All right. The Marquise continues to hide. Azir, it's your turn. Um, you have five HP. Azir punches Sherlock. I can, I can attack and move. A attack, Correct. then move. Yes. Right. Or move, attack, and move Does that again. that provoke an opportunity attack? You're within five feet of her, so you're already engaged with her. Even though she's fighting multiple targets, you are engaged with her still. <laughs> oh, no. I don't have a problem with this. It's all good. We're going to do this. It's going to one-shot Sherlock. We're going to do... <laughs> that's, um, what they, that's what they call me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to attack the succubus. Okay. Go! Oh! See if he can get another one. <laughs> yeah. Roll another die. Roll it again. Roll it again. Twenty. It's again. It's a twenty again. No, it's a no. sixteen. <laughs> I'll take the twenty. That's a hit. <laughs> it's a it's a crit. How do I how do I crit? Roll it, double it, <laughs> add your modifiers. Roll it, double it, add your modifiers. Wait, roll. What do you do? What do you do after you roll it? Double it, add your modifiers. Roll it. Oh. oh. 
<laughs> so I rolled a one plus uh, double it is two plus my modifier oh my is seven. <laughs> All right. So less damage than on his normal hit. Yes. Uh, Azir smacks the succubus with a quarter staff, a devastatingly precise blow. The succubus is thrown back into the wall. Her wings collide with the maintenance room door. So you really whacked her good. So I don't have to spend a key point. No, you disengage with her by hitting her across the room. Then I want to move towards her okay. and spend a key point to hit her some more. Okay. Sick. You got uh, away from me and you get to hit her again. <laughs> I guess I just hit on women a lot. Yeah, seriously. 20. For one hit, 19 for the other. So I'm assuming both hit. Yes, both hit. Um, eight and another eight. <coughs> so 16 damage. Damn. The train makes a sudden and sharp twist. Everyone roll acrobatics. <laughs> wow. Short rooms. No, no uh, <laughs> <laughs> I roll a two, which is That, that sound is what he admitted. <laughs> As he... Last last time when I was in the dream, I was rolling so hot. Now I've rolled twos and threes. <laughs> yeah, and seriously. Three or four We're jumping through those. Uh, I have five. Uh, Fifteen. Talon has a twenty-one. Thaddeus has a seven. Uh, so Thaddeus and Sherlock momentarily lose their footing as the initiative order shuffles. But we hold each other's hands as we fall. So we have the same initiative now? <laughs> Sonic shuffle? Unmoved is the succubus, who you can now see does have the edges of her wings embedded in the maintenance room door and is stuck. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Give me my money back in the crossbows. Grata remains around the Marquise, so it's Talon's turn. No, it's your last turn. <laughs> no, you were at oh, about initial order. Yeah. It was shuffled! <laughs> so the succubus is stuck. She's she's currently writhing on the door. Okay. Stuck in the door, yes. <laughs> Are you gonna go make out with her or what? <laughs> hey baby. <laughs> Didn't work out last time, but how about this time? All right, I'll uh, rematerialize my blade and throw it again. Okay. That's gonna be a 20. That's gonna be a hit. You swiped left, right? <laughs> so, two damage plus DC 11 constitution. Passes. Five damage. <coughs> poison. Five poison damage. The succubus lays out a screeching cry and then just kind of hangs down, her wings embedded in the wall, and it's no longer moving. Mm-hmm. And Sherlock is out of his spell. The Marquise kind of looks around, wondering, is it is 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 this all set now? When the unexplored door leading to the front of the train smashes out from its hinges, the incubus's lowered shoulder protected by its wing on the other side. You can peek around him to see what has to be the front of the train as there is no door on the other side, just a solid black object. It's too chaotic to get a good look of the inside and with the incubus still standing there. The incubus shouts move into the minds of all inhabitants of the train. Nobody is indoctrinated at this point besides Sherlock. Yeah. So, so only Sherlock moves. <laughs> <laughs> he takes charge and begins to run through the lot of you. Everyone with a reaction can take an opportunity attack against him. Except for me. Yes. Again, wait, against Sherlock? No, against the incubus. Um, this is calm down. Thaddeus will, will knock an opportunity attack he, between the two of them. So okay. it'll be... Okay. Uh, is it advantage or not? <clears throat> yes, it's normal attack. 15. Uh, 24. Talon makes a swing and misses. Azir, you manage to strike the incubus as it runs past you. 10 damage. Azir spends a key point and sticks out his foot. <coughs> I don't think I can right now. <laughs> Azir, who's standing right in front of the succubus, right? The yep. hanging succubus? Yep. The incubus disappears once again, only to immediately reappear four feet closer and directly in front of the succubus face to face. His back to all of you, his wings shoot it like an umbrella, forcing everyone to take a step back and to provide cover to the incubus. While readjusting your steps from the wings, you all make the briefest of tactical glances into the front of the train. I'm gonna make sure that closes ears, just so we can uh. enjoy the fun. And you all finally see the source of the energy of this train. I was surprised no one asked how this train's running, ever. <laughs> Inside are four tiny metal golems, each cranking a circular lever around. They seem unfazed to all of this, as all they're programmed to do is spin this lever around. Are they like hamster golems? No. <laughs> Little hamster balls? They're just like spinning stuff around. <laughs> they're churning the butter. <laughs> what? <laughs> all right. <laughs> There's your preview for next week. <laughs> it's the Marquise's turn. The Marquise makes the very poor idea to stare at the incubus. Stretching a clawed finger, the incubus beckons the Marquise, the charming thoughts again telecasted to the whole train. Well-dressed, well-spoken, impeccably clean, wickedly smart. Must have been hard not to fall directly into that stereotype, eh, Charles? 
Growing up at your boarding school, perhaps watching all the brutes wrestling from afar, wishing you could join their games, but not for the same reason they played them. Did you tell your father, or did he find out all on his own about your peculiarity? No man becomes so engrossed in perfection and completion on his own without having something to prove, and such a unique one. Weapons? You've been hurt, haven't you, Charles? Who made it so you couldn't breathe without an army by your side? If you want safety... The Incubus waves and curls his wings like a peacock's display. If you want safety, you know you'll have it with me. A devilish smirk twists itself onto the side of the Incubus's face. The Marquise's white suit now patched in sweat stains and other people's blood. Any resistance he may have had at this point is long gone as his eyes shift out of focus and into the horizon line as he begins to stumble towards the Incubus. The distracting and attracting wings snap around Gaunt and lift him up in the air by his wrists, dangling his ragdoll body below them. Slowly, the Incubus lowers Gaunt until their two lips meet. Sherlock, go ahead. So I can... I'm... You are now free, yes. I'm going to throw a jab at the Incubus. Okay. Still got advantage? Yes. And I got my sneak attack. Boom! 21. That's a hit. 13 damage. Ooh, <laughs> and if I remember how math works. Two jabs left. Uh, that... Two jabs, two butt cheeks. <laughs> a javelin flies through the air and hits the Incubus in the other shoulder, but he is unfazed as he's still holding the Marquise to his lips. That is, it is now your turn. How far away am I from the Incubus? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, so I guess I'll go over to him and try to hit him. And I I can just hit him since I'm doing a melee attack? Uh, yeah, because his back isn't to anyone. So I run to him with my movement and then I attack with advantage. Nice. Uh, 17 plus seven. That's gonna be a hit. Okay, um, and then I use Divine Smite. Just in case. How many spells left you have? I used up two, so I think this is my last one. Oh, cool. Nice. 14, 15, uh, plus 5, 20. Nice. Big ol' hit. (laughs) Big ol' hit. (laughs) Another devastating hit to the Incubus, but Gaunt still remains locked in the kiss. Azir. Nah, I don't want to attack. I'm just going to sit this one out. That's fine. No, I'm going to attack. too late. He fooled you, David. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to attack with the quarterstaff. 24. That's a hit. Eight damage. I'll spend one key point to key do... Key point. <laughs> one key point to do two more attacks <laughs> with my fists. So 24 on one of them. And you don't want that. Um, more than 24 on the other. Both what? hit. Five damage. Nope, sorry. Six damage and <coughs> six damage. Twelve total. Kick punch. It's all, all in the mind. <laughs> And this was martial arts again. How many how many blows did you land this time? A few blows. I hit Three him with a bow staff and then two more. <laughs> Flurry. All right, so again, Azir throws his bow staff and then hits the incubus in the head, catches it, and then hits it with a one-two, like back Whoa. and forth, Whoa, swinging nice. it. All right, Grotto, sensing all of this disaster, runs over and tries to release the Marquise from the incubus's grip. But as Gaunt remains locked in this kiss, Grotto shaking both of them, the Marquise's eyes pop open and roll back into his head. His body is dancing and convulsing like a marionette. His already pale skin begins to dissolve into translucency, his veins and artery colors peeping through. Without warning, the Incubus curls his wings back behind himself and Gaunt drops to the ground. A grotesque snap is heard as Gaunt's now paper-thin skin splits open at the skull when he hits the ground. Blushed cheeks and a gnarled smile stretches across Gaunt's otherwise lifeless face. Oh, that's nice. Grotto, seeing his fallen master, begins screaming... He's going to do something. What's he going to do? Do it, Grotto. Do it. Rips his shirt off. Yeah! (laughs) Clenches his fists and makes three quick jabs at the Incubus. That you're going to say he just runs out of the (laughs) room. He rips his shirt off and then runs out of the room. I'm out of here. He's going to find those dwarf women. (laughs) Swings once. Swings twice. And kind of... Haymaker. And then is going to do the haymaker, but then pauses it just to, you know, just to intimidate. Just intimidate the Incubus. (laughs) So just hits twice. Four. I like the flare, Grotto. Four, seven. Talon, it's your turn. Dagger. Materials back in your hand. Dagger, I, I hardly know her. <laughs> Sixteen. That's a hit. You. Two damage. Constitution save. Oh, fails it. Oh, Ooh, wow. Another twelve damage. Nice. Well done. Thank you. 
All right, the dagger rematerializes, and as quickly as it came, it goes as it's thrown right into the Incubus's now released wings. It pierces through both of them. They're now holes the Incubus's wings. Got him. Got him. All right, Incubus is time. The Incubus, now severely injured, runs over to the Succubus and just whispers, but the whispers telecast to everyone, I'm not leaving this plane without you. Oh. An unmoving, seemingly dead Succubus managed to broadcast back Hugh... You have to, is slurred through the chrysalis hanging on the wall. The incubus, reaching to the heavens, lets out another deafening non-noise as your eardrums, attempting to locate the sound, shift into overdrive and begin to vibrate wildly. You're all momentarily stunned for a good six seconds. Your tympanic membrane finally calms down so you can continue fighting, but not before witnessing the incubus take one last look at all of you, kiss the succubus, and disappear. The now again visible embedded succubus, eyes still closed, savoring his kiss possibly, momentarily looking defeated, until she begins convulsing and rapidly inhaling, until she appears to get a complete second wind and tears the door right off its hinges as her wings free themselves. Her face imbued with the same charming hue it had at the beginning of the fight. She bares her fangs and squares up with all of you. We just created a villain. Bring it. <laughs> what you got? I kind of feel bad about killing him now. No, I do not. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you convinced me. <laughs> the Marquise dies. Uh, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock, uh, it's your turn. Is anyone around her right now? Uh, Izir and Grotto both are. How close are they? They're engaged with her. They're within five feet of her. Sherlock Gnomes, imbued with the self-confidence after hitting those three, those three um, <laughs> targets, I'm going to take off my loincloth and wrap it around my eyes so that I can't get charmed again and throw a javelin at, <laughs> at the succubus. All right, uh, you are blind, so you have disadvantage. And naked. Yes. But is she still lit up? You can't see, you can't see through the cloth, though. <laughs> That's probably true. Unless you have blind sight. Yeah. Blind sight. Come on, baby, don't fail me now. Seven. Uh, <laughs> You're not, you throw another javelin in Azir's ass. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, no. Uh, Azir manages to do a quick, like, butt shimmy and misses it again. I listen to hear if I, hit, if I hear a screech. <laughs> do I hear anything? Nope, just, just cool dance moves. Oh, I say cool dance moves, Azir. And then Azir looks around and says, Thang, what are you doing, Sherlock? <laughs> That's the end of my action. The thing is still around my face. Okay. Thaddeus, it's your turn. Um, so how far away are, are I, am I from the action? <laughs> you're definitely within 30 feet, okay. if that's what you're worried about. Um, still fairy fired up, right? Yep. Uh, but I don't have any divine smites. 18 plus 7, 20... That's a hit. Um, <laughs> 7. 7 quarter staff damage, Thaddeus does. Is here. it is your turn. Um... I'll, I'll remind you of your health. 5. 5. Yes, I have 5 health. Azir. Tie something around your eyes. <laughs> oh no, I can't be charmed. I whisper 30 feet across the room and be on a train. <laughs> and just and stare in the wrong direction because you've no orientation. Yeah. The best defense is a good offense or something. I am going to hit her with my quarterstaff. That's a uh, 18. That's a hit. That is uh, 12 damage from the quarterstaff. I spend my last key point <gasps> to do two Unarmed attacks. All right. So let's see. And yeah, 23. Two 23s. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Nine and six. So 15 damage. Uh, as Azir attempts his martial arts, the succubus closes her left wing to bring the door in front of her like a shield, dampening the damage. The door is like she ripped off the door? Yeah, when she, when she was mad, she tore the door off. She quickly whisks her wing back around her, causing the door to become dislodged and fly into the front of the train. Like a fork in a garbage disposal, you hear a pinball-like dinging as visible sparks flash from the dark carriage. Should I be closing my ears for this? <laughs> Do I have any idea what's going on? Well, you should have heard it. Yeah, but I you just Sherlock just hears a garbage disposal, <laughs> and he's like, "I guess we did it, guys." <laughs> or maybe Blender. He thinks they're making mimosas. <laughs> Grotto, not impressed by the fork in the garbage disposal, again makes three vicious attacks on the succubus. Throws one haymaker, misses the second, but lands the third uppercut for nine damage. Uh, Talon, it's your turn now. I am going to materialize the dagger. It is in your hand. And I will throw it at the succubus. Yes. 22. That's a hit. One damage. Saving throw of 11. She succeeds. Seven damage. Poison. All right, Sherlock, it's your turn. How far away am I from her? 30 feet, right? Is she blocking the doorway? No, she, she ripped the doorway off. She's not blocking 
the, the door is so the I answer to your run. question. Yes, you could. I'm going to unpoke one eyeball, and I my movement is 25 feet, so I'm going to move and then dash. Yep. You sneak a peek into the closet. Everyone but Sherlock cover their ears just for yes, this. Yes, finally. Uh, Madre de Dios, a king's ransom in stolen goods, including, very importantly, lots of weapons. Now, we're still in combat, so here's what we're going to do it. You can run a perception check to find a specific weapon, or I'll let you grab one at random. It's just a ton of shit in there. Um, I want to see if I can find the, the crossbow, my two crossbows. You, you want to find specifically my your two, any two crossbows or your two crossbows? Is there um, a distinctive feature? I, no, 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 there's not. They're, they're hand crossbows. Uh, so yeah, so uh, run a perception check to try to find crossbows. A any crossbows. Fucking five. Your eyes darting around the room for crossbows. You, you don't immediately see one and start digging through all the luggage. And that's my turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, Sherlock you, Gnomes wins the game! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> you see Sherlock run inside the uh, the maintenance closet. Alright, thanks. You're welcome. It's now Thaddeus' turn. Um, <clears throat> so I guess I'll do the same thing. Uh, Alright. As I did before, I will attack. Uh, I, I rolled an 18. Yep, so, that's a hit. Uh, 18, and then I will do my damage. 5 plus 5, 10. Quarterstaff, the weapon of choice in this battle. The succubus is hit again. Azir, your turn. Let's do it. I'm going to hit with my quarterstaff. Still advantage? Yep. 16, 10 damage. And I will uh, do my martial arts to do a bonus single attack because I'm out of key points. Yeah! There it is! Add my modifier. 9 damage. 10 was the damage on the bow staff, so quarter staff. 19, oh, so 19 damage. Yes. It's the succubus's turn, and she is going to actually make an attack. <laughs> and we're all <laughs> Except for Sherlock, who's in the closet! Um, the person who hit her last was Azir, so she's going to attack Azir. Yeah, bring it. What you got? 23 against AC. What the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, that's a hit. It's a 5. Okay. And it's obviously not negative damage. Azir, you are knocked the fuck out. That's all right. He'll be back. He'll be back. Leave. <laughs> Leave. Get out. <laughs> As I said at work, when you die in this game, you die in real life. We <laughs> shall sacrifice. <laughs> oh, my God. So Azir is knocked out. Grotto is going to run over and try to heal Azir. Oh. oh. By hugging him? Yes. Hugs. <laughs> Yay, hugs. A Grotto will go over and try to help Azir. Nothing happens. <laughs> he misses the hug. Right <laughs> Talon, it's your turn. You practice. <laughs> I will use chromatic orb at second level. So that will be 22. That's a hit. 24. And that was chromatic orb, you said? Chromatic orb. So it is a fire-based spell. Uh, giant energy spears shoot out of Talon as they blast across the succubus's body. While this is happening, there's a ton of noise going on as the train is still wildly zooming around at this barren landscape, but you do notice that the careening door sounds have stopped and have been replaced with a static-pitched drone or hum, like a whirring sound. The train is going too fast to use the phrase slows, but it feels to be coasting and not accelerating at the moment. Sherlock, it's your turn. Can I have everyone close their ears? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna look for the... Crossbows again? Okay. Is that a perception? Yes. Fuck! Six. You still can't find any. Oh, but you're trying. That's all, that's all that counts. Uh, all right, Thaddeus. How does she look? Like She looks uh, beautiful. Yeah. She always looks gross to you because you managed to uh, avoid all charms, but she's not looking well. I will make her look less well. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm, so I'm gonna attack actually. And I'm gonna stop you right now, because whatever happened in the, that front pilot carriage that went unnoticed or unattended to must have been critical enough for the steering to end, because right as Thaddeus is about to make an attack, you're all thrown to the ground as a gigantic crash occurs. The front of the train rotates at a 45 degree angle relative to you as it begins driving on half a set of wheels. When it crashes down again, a clinking crack is heard, and the front of the train begins to veer off to the right while you continue on straight. You are now in an out-of-control, unguided train cart. Oh, God. Jeez. And I'm in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> With stuff falling all over me. With sharp things falling all around me. <laughs> porta potty or something. So, every, everyone roll an acrobatics check. Now I roll good. 21. Well? No, he's rolling for the greater good. So <laughs> Do I need to roll? I'm unconscious. Yeah. So I can laugh at you. <laughs> Roll with disadvantage too. Right. <laughs> Roll the one. <laughs> uh, uh. All right, you, you lose your footing and fall out of the train. So <laughs> twelve. 
Thaddeus rolls an 11. So everyone but Sherlock, who you, you guys can't even see, uh, falls to the ground. Isn't he blindfolded? <laughs> Did you take that off? I'm winking for the podcast. <laughs> uh, so Thaddeus, you are prone before you start your turn, but you can just spend a move and get up, and I think you're right next to her anyway. Okay, I do that. All right. Um, what, what, uh, what saving throw are you on? My turn hasn't come yet. Hasn't gone yet. Oh, okay. So Grotto is okay. over there. So I I use movement and then I get up and then I attack. Okay. Seventeen. That's a hit. Six plus five is eleven. Pew. Eleven. <laughs> 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 Succubus looks to be almost on her last breath. Azir, make a saving throw. Seventeen. Nice. All right, you have one success. So it's now the succubus's turn. The succubus screaming in a frenzy as she's now all alone on a runaway train with a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's immense chaos in the train and all the sounds and movements are augmented by the out of control moving car in the echoey small space. She's gonna make an attack on Thaddeus. Uh, 22 versus AC, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's 22 damage. I was like, um, well, okay. All right, she raises her claw and slashes it right across Thaddeus's hot pecs. <laughs> That's going to leave a, a sick-looking scar, though. <laughs> Four. Ooh, nine damage. Wow. I still got some health. I can touch myself. Just don't heal up that sick-looking scar. It's going to look sick. <laughs> All right, Grotto is still trying to help Azir. Yeah. He's awful at it. He's just <laughs> slamming him against the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Live! He, he, he never talks. Talon, go for it. So I will go assist my brother. Okay. So was that a medicine check? Yes, DC medicine 10. Uh, 13. Yeah. Azir is stabilized. Yeah. Gotcha, brother. Brothers. Brother. That's your turn. So Azir is stabilized, but still at zero. So he's no longer making death saving throws, but he cannot do anything. Give him that good, Barry. <laughs> you got one at the start of the day. You, you, were, you were letting the egg stew in the juices. Did you yeah. eat that good, Barry? I don't think anyone's I don't think one. we did, yeah. Ooh. Okay. That's probably also not the best method of healing. All right, everyone close your ears again. This is like, all right, this is, this is what I want to happen. When they all have their gears closed, yeah. I'm just going to, like, they're going to be fighting segments, and all of a sudden, like, two arrows just come out, and then I just walk out completely naked with, like, the like, Rambo-style <laughs> underwear on my head, like, nice. headband. Yeah. So give me those fucking cosmos. And a Prince Albert. Okay. Yes. 17. All right, that's enough to locate one crossbow. Crossbow? Yes. And? It's, it's, it's loaded as well. And so, what's um, your action was finding the crossbow? We'll see how this. this we'll see how this happens. Okay. I'm gonna use crossbow expert to shoot, to shoot it. Right. With can with I the see? movement, no, you're gonna have to move outside, but that's fine. Your action movement plus your bonus action okay. is the shooting crossbow, right? I'm gonna move just in the doorway so that they can't see me. Okay. And then I'm gonna shoot. Okay. All right. Using cross, so that's probably not all my movement. So then, if I do hit her, then I'll walk out and I'll look sick. Okay. All right. So crossbow expert. Um, she has this. I have advantage. Yeah, because you can see her. So I am gonna get sneak attack, and that's nineteen. That's a hit. Nineteen, and so that's gonna be. Oh my goodness, fifteen damage. Oh man. And I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to go back into the. Okay. To, to look for more bolts. Okay. All right, guys. All I heard was Rambo style under. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I heard. Uh, while you're all taking eye at the succubus, out of seemingly nowhere, a crossbow bolt flies out <laughs> and is embedded in, in her neck as she lets out a deafening cry and her eyes turn black, her fangs leering at you, but not dead yet. Thaddeus, it's your turn. I will go in for another attack. Shall attack with the quarter staff. <laughs> yeah, uh, 9 plus 7, um, 16. That's a hit. Cool. Ooh, 6. Oh, man. Okay, <laughs> Jesus Christ. This cannot be more perfect. I love it. Thaddeus, once again, delivers a quarterstaff blow to the succubus, who is now as a, you know, bolt in her neck, is all beat up, claws are kind of scratched from trying to beat up his ear, losing hope as the world around her seems to be draining her of life. Everyone roll a perception check. Oh. Including me? No, you'll fail it, so no. <laughs> oh. oh. What was Thaddeus's and Talon's perception? Had, Talon had an 11. Thaddeus had a 2. Oh, perfect. Well then, uh, nobody but Talon notices it early from the window. The land you've been driving on is running out. Oh, God. Brace for impact! Brace for impact! On the ball! <laughs> Next time on Roll to Hit, 
All right, as the walls spin upwards again. Can I stuff some in my monk pants? <laughs> He's swimming in weapons at this point. Talent, make a dexterity saving throw. 17. All right, now do it 50 more times. It's not a small beast, is it? Uh, it says he's a medium monstrosity. Is that the same as a small beast? Round four. <laughs> Goddamn action searching yes! for shit. Yes! I'm a selfish this. bastard. You think you see a little reflective item? Sherlock was trying to stabilize you the whole time. Oh, no! <laughs> no! Yeah, you have this giant sword that needs to be held two-handed, and then this other light sword, so I guess you hold in your teeth if you want. God. <laughs> what? What? Suddenly, you get that sinking feeling. It's not a metaphor. I mean, literally, you feel like you're sinking. Oh my god, this is useless to you then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait a minute, Azir's not here either. I'll wake up with these potions <laughs> in my pants. That was, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna have advantage on this if you drop all your stuff. Fuck no. Okay. You know that scene in Spongebob with the anchovies and Mr. Krabs? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, a metal smell that smells metally. Hey, this is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So uh, yeah, please check those out and uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. It doesn't matter, but just a heads up. If you guys say, there it is, <laughs> one more time, I'm going to cut every single one out and put it at the end of the episode in a montage sequence. There it is. 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 There it is.